We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the DGD Podcast. As always, Robert Reynolds, Juan Daniels, Kobe Pierce is still out in Vegas gambling his life away, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I guess. I guess. He's in a ditch. He might. Oh, Jesus. Don't, don't bring the hangover to this, okay? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, no. Uh, listen, it's Friday, and that means spring ball is coming up next week, which is what we're here to talk about today. Uh, first things first, we have an, a major announcement. Um, Pat. Roots, happy birthday, guys. Happy birthday. Yeah. So we're talking about position battles. I, I think this should be a birthday battle. I think, you know, Roots versus versus Patrick. You know, oh, who, who's going to be the, the, the better birthday boy today? I run and I reap. I reap and I run. Yeah. That's what we got. We're going to have a rap battle. Dylan. Dylan and Dylan. Dylan, 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 Dylan. No. Uh, with that being said, though, obviously we said spring ball starts next week. I think the 14th, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I'm I'm pumped. I'm pumped. Uh, you know, you've talked. We've talked about it for a couple months now. Uh, just ready to see some, you know, see some competition, right? I mean, well, the guys are on spring break, and you're if you follow the, uh, follow some players on social media, you can see they're prepping uh, in their off time. And, and to me, that just screams they know what's at hand. And I think they want. I mean, I think they want to do everything they can to uh, to get that three peat. What do, what do you think about that one? Yeah, I mean, you, you know, champions don't take a day off. You know, they, they, they just don't. I mean, in, in order for them to be great, you have to be great all the time, not just, you know, when, when it, uh, you, you know, dur during your time period. I mean, the same thing. I mean, think about it. You, you look at Georgia's being champions and they don't take days off, but, but you look at people like Dan Mullen, who takes time off, you know, from recruiting and look where he is. You know, he's, he's an analyst right now. Florida Gator garbage. As Patrick would say, me, 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 me. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, uh, obviously listen, there's some key position battles that obviously I think everybody's aware of, right. Let's start with the quarterback and what better way to do it. than let's start there. Uh, Stetson Bennett, the band of your existence gone. Yep. Um, you know, <clears throat> he's going to get drafted by the way, Juan, you know, this, you know, <laughs> yeah. this, yeah, you know that. The um, old XFL, yeah, he'll he'll be good in the XFL. Nah, he'll get drafted in the NFL. Stop yeah. playing. You just don't. I know why. I know why you don't want you. You wishing for his downfall right now. That's that. It's in Bennett. 
stop playing. But no, so no Stetson Bennett, which means you've got Carson Beck, you've got Brock Vandegrift, and you've got Gunnar Stockton. And honestly, the fan base is kind of torn, Juan. I mean, for me, I'm going to go out and make it right now. I like all three guys, but I'm I'm a Carson Beck guy. I saw stuff last year that makes me feel comfortable that given a full offseason as the guy, if that's the case, he can come in and do things that, well, for one, you won't see much of a drop-off. I mean, he, he doesn't have a lot of big game experience, um, but last year was was a key indicator, right? Todd Munkin lets him run, operate the offense. And at 6'4", what, 220, somewhere on there now? That's that's the body that you need for a quarterback, right? Yeah. I mean, that's the one thing that people gave shit about Stetson was, right, the body size, like 5'11", right, 200 pounds. Like, how's that going to hold up? Now you got a guy that's possibly, what, 6'4", 230, with a fucking cannon for an arm. Yeah. Can make the throws, and that's just he fits the mold of, of those old, you know, bubble quarterbacks. You know, you look at the Aaron Murray's and the David Greens and those guys that were, you know, those those, those bigger guys that can just straight out just throw the football. Um, I, I, and I just think that 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 you know bodes well for him. I'm like you. I'm a huge Carson Beck fan. What I love about Carson Beck and, and what I'm big on is if you're a quarterback, is the humility part. And for last year, where um, you know, or, or the year before during that national championship run, everybody thought coming out of the spring, it was going to be JT Daniels. And then it was going to be Carson Beck. And, and, and the fact that, you know, JT Daniels goes down, you're thinking that Carson Beck is going to be the one that's going to step up next. He did not get that opportunity for whatever reason. And yet I've never heard a single negative thing from Carson Beck about not getting his opportunity for two years. And so here we are, the humility part, the fact that, you know what, he could have probably gone somewhere in the SEC and been a starter and probably been very effective. He does not. He stays. He's he's humble. I absolutely am a huge, huge Carson Beck fan. I'm not necessarily saying that. Like, I mean, I am too. Um, you know, the fact that he's stuck around three years, right, um, and the perseverance, for one, uh, the willingness to stick it out, right? If you look at 2021, right? Going into the UAB game, has a bad week of practice. Kirby named Stetson the starter. He didn't bitch. He didn't moan. He didn't cry. didn't pout. didn't transfer. He stuck it out, waiting his turn. And now it's his time to shine, at least at least given the opportunity, right, to to earn this or to lose the starting job. I, I think that's the case. With these, senior, uh, with these senior guys, you're given ample opportunity not to fuck the job, lose it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But listen, I, I know we've talked a lot about Beck, but he's got some guys that are gunning for his at gunning for him. And you know, Brock Vandegrift, Gunnar Stockton are two guys that I, I know you're familiar with. Uh the state of Georgia. Obviously, I remember hell, I remember watching the uh Prince Ave and Raven County game, and that was that was an in exciting game. I'll just put it that way. I'm not gonna try to make an analogy for it. That was a fun game to watch. Um you look at, you know, and they both of them bring different styles of play, too. Like, that's another thing with this quarterback situation. They are three styles of play, really, right? You look at Carson Beck that, you know, more of a pro-style guy, right? Prototypical pocket passer. Now, he's he's athletic, but he is – I think he's the least athletic of the three. Yeah. And that's not that's not disc- discrediting him because he can still move if he needs to. Uh, but when you compare that to Brock Vandegrift, listen, Brock Vandegrift can move. 
I don't, I don't know if people paid attention to that, but he can move. He might not be breakaway SEC speed. He can, he can move. And, you know, when you look at, you know, Gunnar Stockton in high school, dude was just a bully ball. Fuck you type. Come at me. Like, I'll come at you instead. Like, don't come at me. I'll come at you. Stop me. You know what I mean? Uh, very bully ball type runner. Uh, but both can sling the rock too. And that's something I'm, I'm excited for because all three of these guys, and this is not a knock on Stetson. And we saw what Stetson did at the combine, but I think all three of these guys have better arm talent than him. Oh, hands down. No, no if, ands, or buts about it. Um, and first off, what's up, Star Wars dog? Um, they, they do. They have they have great arm talent. You know, you know, physically, you know, they are, you know, really, really good quarterbacks. Um, a lot of people make a huge, you know, big deal about the last couple of years and, you know, from a quarterback standpoint. But it's truly a plug and play. I really feel like that Munkin could have plugged any one of these quarterbacks in there and they still would have had the success. Um, that they've had the, the past two years. I, I truly believe that. I think it's another thing, right? Like getting these guys to stay, right? Like that's that's a big thing. I think that people have to look at this competition. With this quarterback competition, I expect it to be fair, open competition, like a legitimately open competition. And the reason why I say that is because you have to play chess here. Uh, three, I'd say three elite quarterbacks. Juan, would you back me up on that? Oh, uh, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Yeah. Three definite elite quarterbacks. Keep them on roster. That's why you start to see this chess match come out. I don't see a starter technically being called until that portal window closes. Calling that now. Yeah. And, but, and, and I truly feel like all three of these guys could go somewhere else in the SEC and play. Now, to one point, though, Juan, the, all three of these guys love Georgia. Yep. That's so not. Well, I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say all three of them. Um, I, I would say one of them, truly. If, if, if and that's not. and that's Gunner. That's Gunner. No, no, that's not Gunner. You talk about Beck. It's Beck. Yeah, because so Gunner originally was was committed to South Carolina. Yeah, and then then and then um, Muschamp got fired, and then Vandergriff was originally committed to Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And and you know wh- whatever happened, you know with with that, no one knows, but. Um, but so Beck is truly that guy that was there. Um, Beck was a Bama commit. Oh, was he a Bama commit? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, well, I mean, you, so you don't have that guy that was, you know, their heart was set on Georgia when they, when they were coming out, they all commit, you know, were committed to somewhere else. Um, but I would say of the three, I would say Beck is more of a Georgia guy simply because of his endurance and, you know, and, and him staying. Yeah. Um, and, and I, I just commend him for that. No, I mean, listen, ultimately, I think as we kind of move on to a different battle, right, position group or whatever, um, like I expect this to be, I think this is going to be one of those where you have two guys that are eager, right, to to try to get some playing time. Uh, No, listen, at the same time, my opinion on this one might be, I don't know how you feel about this. I think there's, I think the main position battle for this, the key position battle is for the backup spot. It might be, might be, you know, might be a little bit of a, you know, varying opinion there, but I I just think that Carson Beck will do enough and and let him run the offense, right? Yeah, yeah, and and you're right about that. I I do like though one of the things I do like about Gunner is the fact that he went and he was the the scout team guy, and you know I I think that they you know they were saying that he was just giving the scout team fits all year. That is 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 you know it, you earn the respect of your teammates. 
And one, one of the great things too, and I, you know, I'll go back to Nick Saban when he was talking to, to Greg McElroy. Greg McElroy um, was, was always upset because he felt like he didn't get the opportunity to lead the team. You know, he had to go and do the special, I mean, do, do the, um, the scout team. And Nick Saban said, how do you expect to be a leader of a, of a, you know, a great program if you can't even lead the scout team? And, and Greg McElroy said that completely changed his outlook. On, it'll change your philosophy. Yeah, it'll, it'll change your philosophy. It'll change mm -hmm. your outlook that, hey, I need to lead where I am before I can lead beforehand. And I really feel like Gunnar Stockton did a great job doing that doing that last year. Oh, no doubt. I mean, you. I think we're all familiar with, with his uh, comments about taking the black contact jersey off. Yeah, but the black no contact that 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 speaks volumes, because especially ahead of the national title game, right? Like, I mean, you saw this, like we we beat the fuck out of them, but you have to give a testament to the level of preparation, and a lot of that comes from the scout team, both yeah. offense and defense, yeah. right? Yeah. Both offense and defense, um, and and the fact that Gunnar Stockton is willing to do that, what does that mean when he's ready to start? Like when he's ready for an actual, you know, vying for a starting gig, right? Uh, that speaks volumes to me. And especially I know that from a coach's perspective, I would assume that speaks volumes too with, with the mentality, you know, yeah. with, with evaluation and stuff. Oh, for uh, sure. now, now with the same, with that being said though, Todd Munkin leaving and Mike Bobo coming in, right. And, and taking over as offensive coordinator. What are your thoughts from a, you know, from this position, right? Because this is the key position. So the offensive identity, Right, the personnel changing a little bit, things like that. The potential for more would you see more potential in balance from a passing and running perspective? Do you see more, you know, aerial attack? What what are your thoughts on that from, from Bobo uh now that he's taken over the uh offensive coordinator position? And what does it mean for the quarterbacks? Well, I mean what 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 it means for the quarterbacks is everybody has an equal opportunity. So Gunner's been there for a year. Um, also, you had um, Vandergriff that's been there for two years. You've got Beck that's also been there as well. So everybody gets a, a fair opportunity. Now, as far as um, the offense, I don't see any change in the offense. Um, I don't see anything that's going to be different because that's what Bobo said, um, is that he's basically they're going to have the same offense. I really feel like in order to be successful like they have been is you're basically just going to have to stay the course. And I think Kirby's going to be really, really, really big into, Hey, let's stay the course. Let's, you know, uh, you know, continue to play within the offense. Let's, you know, stick to the script and it's, 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 you know, it's not broke. So you don't need to fix it. As we bring on our birthday boy, number one, Roots. Roots, I'm going to ask you the same question. What are your thoughts Roots, on that? Dog. I am. Uh, I'm kind of sad my video's not working right now <laughs> because, you know, I uh, a Christmas hat on, you know, because I knew I was going to be with Santa, you know, want to <laughs> and listen, he celebrates the birth of Pat and Roots. Um, had to make sure I was here one time. Please. Uh, what was the question again? Now, so now that, you know, now that Todd Munkin has gone to the NFL and you bring in Mike Bobo as offensive coordinator, what does that mean for the quarterbacks ahead of spring practice? For spring practice, I mean, I think obviously the biggest thing is, is what change you have to worry about. You know, we keep talking about or hearing that, that it's not going to change. But the truth is, is that, you know, both, 
we Bobo is a different OC. Um, we've already run over the past, but I think some people are worse strengths. If we look at um, what uh, I can't remember the OC from Minnesota, he emphasized the run, uh, took less responsibility on the QB passes. Just hey, let the gut running backs run, do their damage, hit the play action you need. So I th think it's going to take a little responsibility off the QBs and give them a lot. Going to be a benefit, in my opinion. Yeah, I think you look at right. Like we saw Bobo as his first time here, right, as offensive coordinator. There, you you can't discredit the fact that he scored forty-one points a game with Hudson Mason. Exactly. Now, with that being said, I expect us to see some of the same things that we saw with Todd Monken. So that blend, right, the blend of Todd Monken, some of these things sticking around, concepts, verbiage, right, mix it in with some some of the flash and things like that that Bobo is familiar with. I am super excited to see how this offense runs. Just going to leave that there. But enough about the quarterbacks. Let's transition over to receiver. Obviously, A.D. Mitchell goes to Texas, and you bring in Ra Ra Thomas. Uh, by the way, if you haven't heard this, if you're Patrick Starr living under a rock, uh, felony charges have been dropped. So that means he is a full go for spring ball and on the team. Uh, you bring in Dominic Lovett as well. There is, I feel like there's going to be a war for playing time here. And Juan, I know you mentioned this rotation that you're not necessarily the biggest fan of, but when you have that many bodies, and I feel like they're able bodies for that matter, I, I think you have to find a way to get these guys some some reps, some targets, things like that. But I think my biggest question mark is who's going to be that true X receiver? You have, I mean, you've got Lad McConkey as a flanker. You've got Arian Smith with top top end speed. Uh, Anthony Evans, Yazid Haynes have that kind of just blazing fast speed. So who's going to be that true X? Juan, I want to ask you that. Who's, who do you think has the potential to be the true X? I, I mean, I would say Ra Ra Thomas uh, for, for sure. I mean, I, I, you know, he's, he's a dog. I mean, he's just, he's an absolute dog. Um, and again, you also, you still have Jack Saint. I mean, you, you've got a, 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 a plethora of, of receivers that's going to be able to just to come out there and make contributions, but it's going to be more along the lines of, uh, you know, are there going to be enough plays? Are there going to be enough footballs to go around to keep everybody everybody happy? And unfortunately, that's not going to be the case. Yeah, I don't think there ever will be such a case, especially when you feel like you have that deep of a room. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, because you mentioned, right, you mentioned Ra Ra, you mentioned um, you mentioned Marcus Roseman, Jack Saint, but you've also got guys like, I'm not saying it will be, but you could see this. Uh, Jackson Meeks is another guy. Right? Yeah. Uh, Tyler Williams, incoming freshman, right? Could could try to make could try to make some headway there. You also have Denylon. You have you know Denylon more. You Dil know, well, Dylan Bell. These these guys waiting in the waiting in the yeah, come these, up. These yeah. guys are going to be so. You know, everybody's going to have an opportunity um, in in a realistic situation. What you would want. I mean, and this is just me as a as an offensive coordinator, as a receiver, as you know, somebody that just loves offense. I just love just my main three guys. I mean, you look at LSU who who have these guys in the NFL right now. I mean, imagine having a Jamar Chase and then Justin Jefferson on the field at the same time. 
I mean, how, how 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 ridiculous is that? Or again, you go to Alabama when they had Rugs and they had Waddle, and then they and, had and, you know, and Devontae uh, Smith, Devonte Smith, a Heisman Trophy winner. So you've got these guys that you are put, you know, are potential to have something like that. It's just a matter of are you going to continue to do the whole rotation thing, and then if somebody gets hot, oh, okay, let's just sit them down for you know a series or two. I mean, it, it's just going to be kind of crazy. What 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 say you, Roots? I think, uh, and the one thing I heard over a couple of weeks that I paid attention to was that this is, uh, we brought in Ra Ra Thomas. Yeah, he's, um, his name has not been, so to me, that means that somebody um, could pop, he starts and get the majority of threats of information is telling us that there is a going on yeah um and i want you know question already one uh um i think is going to end up out top on them as a great wide receiver that you are to catch like what do you see as the hey you you kind of cut out you got that great value wi-fi not not shitting on me today folks Um, All right, say, say that again, Rude. You you were cutting out. You said as a, as a receiver, job in the end. And who, who do you think think is going to win? Who who do you? Think? Oh, I, I I mean I I think you know personally uh, you know give me Ra Ra, give me Arian, and and give me Lad McConkey. You put those three guys out on the field. Um, Gosh, like that, that's just that. And then, then you bring in a love it. And then you bring in your, your other guys to, to, to spell them or, or, or give them a break. But those three, you put those three out on the field with a Brock Bowers and, a, and, a, and, a, and a, any of the running backs. Good gracious. Like, what can you do with that? With, with a, with a strong armed, um, you know, Carson Beck. I want to add this too, though. Right. I, I want to kind of implement this. I'm going to blend this in together. The tight end position, I think, is somewhat settled. But how you utilize the tight ends are going to be crucial because you don't have Darnell Washington. And that that's that's a true end-of-line tight end, right, when you go 12 personnel. I still see 12 personnel on our radar, right, in our, in our playbook, things like that. But the way it looks is going to be different, I think, right, because it, it makes sense if you've got two guys that are similar that are not you don't you don't want to put Brock Bowers on the end of the line when he's the best player on your team. So you put him out in space. And I think Oscar Delp was built the same way. So if you have 12 personnel, you might see more spread out, right? You're not going to see a bunch of bunch trips and things like that. The fact that you can trip if you wanted to do that and spread these guys out and say if you wanted to do a hypothetical 12 personnel with right, you've got Brock Bowers on one side, you've got Delp on the other, you've got you know, say you've got Arian Smith out, you know, and then you've got like a Rara Thomas. And then and send, what about Dejon Edwards in the backfield? How do you stop him? Because you have to spread out, right? That means the linebacker is going to be on one of them. And I guarantee you it'll be put on, uh, it'll probably be put on uh, Delt, the linebacker, because you want the safety over him. You want somebody, because if, if you put a linebacker on uh, Brock Bowers, bye-bye. I'm just gonna leave that there. Um, so my thought is, when you have twelve personnel, the mismatches that it can create 
when you spread these guys out because, I mean, Juan, you know a little bit about Delp. He's he's more of a in space receiver type, right? And obviously, we know what Brock Bowers is made of. That's going to be nightmares. So I think hopefully y'all can hear me, but I think what you're talking tight end. But to um, I think we will go. But it's going to look like eleven tight ends. Well, both those tight ends at the end of the day. Oh, I agree. Yeah, right. you're, you're you're absolutely right. Yeah, you are absolutely right. I mean, they can they they can they can make it look like eleven easily because you're going to have to, from a coverage standpoint, guard them like it's eleven. Ultimately, that's going to spread right the defenses out where you could have five guys or six guys in the box. Keep doing that, and guess what's about to happen? Run, run, so, guard it. This kind of reminds me of he attended intended with a reason make him a wide receiver all, all day so this plan for a while and it's just finally come because of the personnel yeah i think we may have lost him roots do us a favor sir come back out go back out and then come back in and see if see if things fix there we go knew it was coming but no i think uh, you know i think the the potential for i mean if you really think about it you can go any kind of way if you want to put just imagine what if what if you put anthony evans and arian smith at the same time how are you going to do that I, i'm just saying what if i'm not saying it will happen but what if if you had arian smith and and anthony evans potentially on the field just blazing speed and then like a guy like say lab mcconkey underneath and just run routes, like just take the top off. <laughs> but, but again, I think this comes back to arm talent. Don't underestimate the fact that Carson Beck or Gunnar Stockton or Brian Vandergriff can all hit spots on the field that sets a Bennett can't comfortably. Well, and and and, and I'm going to tell you what um, Carson Beck has that gunslinger arm, like like uh, Matthew Stafford. Yeah, I mean he can stretch. He can just flat out throw the football to the point to where, again, look at who, who, who Pickens decided to use, you know, for, for his pro day. I mean, he's, he's telling that good. He's that, 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 that polished. And also too, you know, don't think for a second that Carson Beck is not on these NFL guys radar. Oh, no um, doubt. With, with this, how good his, as, as he's done. Um, so again, you know, you've got weapons galore. So from what, what Bobo had when he was here before, He's got, you know, tenfold with the running back situation, with the with the quarterback situation, with the receivers and the tight ends. I mean, it's just a, a, an embarrassment of riches of, yeah. of, you know, as far as what he has. So um, he's going to be able to 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 do so much, and it's just going to be criminal. Well, you know, I feel like Carson Beck sound Carson Beck is the epitome of a Rihanna song: work, 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 work. All he does is work, man. Like. When you take a look at the spring break, he goes down to Jacksonville and trains, and and he goes, and all he's doing is off time is training and getting better, and, and that's why I think if Carson Beck is a guy, I think Georgia's in great hands, in great shape too. Yeah, um, I, I just again for for me, if 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 you're going to be a leader of a football team, like a real leader, you have to be a servant leader, and you have to have that humility piece, 
And he, he's, he, he's bided his time and he, he's let his guys know right now, Hey, I, you know, I didn't get my opportunity when I felt like I probably should have, but I'm here. I'm a Georgia guy. I love you guys. Let's roll. And I can promise you the way that the team is going to be the way that they're going to, they're going to follow him. I just think it's going to be outstanding. Oh yeah, no doubt. Now I do want to kind of make over, we've talked about skill position. Let's talk about the big nasties, right? Let's talk, oh my God. Is this what I think it is? Oh, ah, my man, Ruth, what's going on, birthday boy? Hopefully the Wi-Fi is better now, guys. It seems to, to be. Sure I was like, <laughs> it seems to I'm be. I'm overcoming today. Them dogs. Now he's a, now we're elite, folks. Now we my are man, elite. My man, my man. He comes in you just in time. You talk. made my day, man. You have made my day. Uh oh, is this what Stop. I think it is? One. You always <laughs> make my boy. Look, you gonna get me. In trouble, Robert. J O G G got a gas bill. Mm -mm. <laughs> nah, nah, you're fine. It's your birthday. Anything goes. Yes, sir. Um, we talk about. All right, let's talk about the big nasties, folks. Um, obviously, with with Devin Willick passing, right? I think that kind of opens up a hole in in the guard spots. But I don't think the guard is the. I don't think the guard spots are the question here. I think it's the replacing the tackles. Now, with that being said. I think you look at Amarius Mims as being the guy. Now, my question is whether he goes to right tackle or left tackle because you have Broderick Jones, which is an absolute freak. So in that case, right, there's no reason for him to come out of left tackle, right? Warren McClendon, give him a break. You sit there, put Amarius Mims at right tackle, go from there. But you look at guys, who are some guys that I think you need to be watching out for outside of Amarius Mims for that other tackle spot? Go ahead, Juan. Juan I, I, you got to hear what you got. Okay. This one I've, I've heard right, right name I've heard right now is Ernie Um, Yeah, he might be one of the most gifted tackles that we've had in a long time. But if you look at the skill sets, the ceilings and the floor of the skill sets of the guys we've got right now, it's hard to move out someone who's performing, a junior or a senior who's performing at, for someone who can, who's performing at maybe a 75 right now, but possibly can be a nine. I mean, if you look at the statistics, it's just, you know, in production. But I think Ernest Green, he, he got hurt a little bit earlier or had some surgery. I can't remember. Um, but I'm hearing a lot of good. Um, he's got great hands, really strong, got a solid punch, um, and could be a candidate. for. Um, it's funny because I was actually under the other side that I think guards going to be horse right losing warmer Clendon and uh, guys like that I think you I think I think Ernest Green is going to be that guy in my opinion uh but you look at you look at guys like uh Monroe Freeling right I think even as a true freshman that he's got some growth to hit but I do think that you're going to see him ultimately get in for some rotation I think he will but I guess if you, you know, obviously the tackle spots are, the, I think, the most important. But I do want to bring in the guard situation because there are some, there is a plethora of guards with only two spots to fill. And it's basically sold up pretty much, I think. Tate Ratledge is one of them. And I think you look at Xavier Trust. Now, the reason why I said Devin Willick is because I thought Devin Willick was leading into being the starter coming into the season before everything happened, tragically. Um, but you look at Xavier Trust, but you've got, a couple other guys 
Dylan Fairchild, Michael Morris, and both of those guys, I think you're going to see a huge battle there for one of the, for that last guard spot. Yeah. Um, just, I mean, don't listen. Don't count out Bobo. Don't count out, you know, Griffin Scroggs. Like, those guys are going to be some guys that are going to try to at least make it, you know, make make a run for it. And, I, you know, I, I would, you know, look at Griffin Scroggs as maybe doing some center as well. Mm-hmm. So that was where, where he was at Grayson. Um, so like I said, you, you, we've got a, an embarrassment of riches when it comes to alignment. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it, it's, it's, it's a great problem to have. Um, I think any quarterback in the country would want that line in front of them. Heck, they would take the backups if they could. I mean, that's just, you know, that, that, that's just how good they are. I think another name that you're gonna, gonna hear, um, you know, back when we had Pittman, uh, the of the Overlands Army knives and getting reps, but able to fill in wherever they needed. Um, that's what I'm hearing. Um, he's an effort guy that comes in, and he might not be the best at every position. You know, SVP, not sure who's going to be behind him, the situation at guard. Um, Blast might be one of those guys that comes in, gets a few reps, and if he's not your starter, then he'll quality pretty high or, or pretty pretty high floor and he's at least going to yeah i mean I, I don't i don't have any issues with this offensive line i do think I, like the, it's it's a good problem to have i really do um the reason why i say that is when you look at like you said michael morris and dylan fairchild both of those guys are going to play in the nfl and then you've got uh you know blasky as well that can play about any spot on the line right it's a good problem to have, but but let's be honest. The main topic, and it should be this way, rightfully so, Cedric Van Pran coming back because that yeah. – I mean, listen, that is crucial for this upcoming season. Yeah. Hey, uh, well, my question yeah, is, Thomas Tyson sent out a happy birthday, Rudy boy, um, and then Mr. Adams posts, uh, you know, happy birthday, my boy. I, I tell you what, Rudes, I mean, you're not just obviously beloved in the in the brigade, man, but you just seem like you're a guy that's just loved, man. And, and again, you've seriously made my day by jumping on this. When I saw the when I saw the pop up, I was like, I don't know who this is gonna be coming in there, man. But just the fact that it was my boy Rudes, I absolutely love it, man. This is fantastic. Hashtag Adam, the Pope approves of that, by the way. If you know, you know. About to say Atomic or local Discord Pope. I, I appreciate you guys. No, and you know, for thinking about me, taking time. Um, one, I mean, like I said, man, you, 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 Robert, and every Monday and Wednesday, jumping here with the brigade. Uh, um, it's weird when you get on to find friends on the internet, man. Yeah, yeah, it's, you're right. It's hard. <laughs> I think we just you got know? a birthday. I just think we just got birthday blessings from Ruth. I ain't even mad about it. Yeah, right, right. I'm not even mad about I'm it. The I might get to see Mark. that giggle of a goat. Look at them partly whites. Now you need a Donna song here to get him to really laugh. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? Surprise, everybody. <laughs> y'all, how, y'all ready to talk defense? Let's get it. Let's, it. Yeah, let's, let's, let's do questions. defense. Let's do defense. Uh, first off, before we do, I want to take a quick shout out to our guys over at Apotheos, man. Uh, listen, I do it every show. They need they, Listen. Excellent damn coffee. Best coffee I've ever had, right? Best coffee I've ever had. Um, check out our website, dgdpodcast4.com uh, forward slash apotheos. Check them out. 20% of every bag that you purchase using the link here 
will uh, be sent to the Classic City Collective. So keep that in mind. Drink some damn good coffee. Support the dogs. That's all sports, by the way. Uh, and uh, shout out to her. Uh, it's J-O-G-G approved. She loves no, no, it. That's the key. Yeah. That's the key. Yeah. That's the key. That's so, the key. That's the key. Oh, yeah. Oh, now, real quick, though, before we even get into any of this, Utah is trash. Utah is trash. <clears throat> there we go. We had, we have to get that out every show. She, we have to make sure she knows. Every she about show. To, she about to come in with the with Doing the what I can, man. I yeah, yeah. put all I had into that last game. Juan, <laughs> she's, about, Juan, she's about to come in with the fury of six Karens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See if you're six. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. All right, let's let's start with the main main spot here. Replacing Jalen Carter. Not not a not a not a lack of bodies. It's going to be able to do it. But listen, that is a serious name to replace, right? I think George is going to be able to do that. But again, Jalen Carter was was different. I, I think you look at especially on the interior side of things. You've got guys like Zion Lowe, Warren Brenson. Right, Nazir Stackhouse, Tyrion Ingham Dawkins, all these guys. Um, they're vying for time. And then you look at guys like Jordan Hall, uh, Big Ja, right? All the playing interior. You listen, Trey Scott loves his rotation too. And in this instance, I love the rotation. Juan, I know it's not a receiver rotation. This is the kind of rotation you need. Oh but, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but with that being said though, how do you feel about that D line position? Just the interior defense, because the edge and the outside situation, that's a whole different stuff we got to talk about. But from an interior side, how do you feel Georgia handles the loss of Jalen Carter? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, Joel said, Rouge, you did you did uh, Utah proud. I remember when you killed Stanford. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> chopping them down chopping yep yep <laughs> see there you go we have a famous quarterback in our chat right now folks I'm just going to yeah. let y'all know yeah Hold up. production Thomas Tyson all right, well, back to serious talk here. Who's who's uh, how we how we handle the loss of Jalen Carter from an interior perspective? One, what are your thoughts on that? Man, I I, I really feel like, um, you know, th- those were questions when we even lost, um, you know, Big Jordan Davis. You know, who who's going to be able to step up? And I, I just think that it's you know we have a defensive uh, lineman factory going out, so it's it's almost like uh, 
you know, we go from tight end U to RBU to defensive line U um, and, and tier. I, I'm not worried about that at all. Um, and, and just watching that national championship game and you're seeing our freshmen go out there and make, you know, make plays. You're seeing our, our sophomores going out there and make plays. So it's, it's not a rebuild. It's just going to be a reload. That is scary for everyone else. Ruth, what oh, do you yes. think, sir? Uh, this UGA D-line roster to make sure I get these names right. And as I was, I was thinking, there's not really one to name. Um, my, my big 79 and, and JC, we, well, with JC, we transitioned, transitioned more to it from a mid-channel four down lineman front. Um, I was wondering how that, you know, is going to stack up. But when I look at this list of Defensive lineman, I don't think there's one. And real quick, Mikel Williams, Bear Alexander, Zion Logue, Hawkins, like Nazir Stackhouse. I mean, that right there, Warren Brent. And that is a killer's row of defensive linemen. And, and shed the block and then going after the QB. You, so, still, you still got guys like Kristen Miller, too. Then. I was about didn't even get to Kristen Miller, right? Or Tramal Walt Jefferson or Joan Washington, but we have stacked. And in my opinion, you know, to answer my own question, which you see is they're just that we've got and we've got a plethora right now mm -hmm. um, at defensive line. So I think the not all the guys or one guy stick out. Um, if I had to call L. Williams or Baylor Alexander, I think those two are going to be the biggest solid. Uh, but you're seeing a solid, and I think this with the rotation is the theme of like the whole, don't have one guy, but yep. we got a yep. bunch of guys yep. that all contribute. And the problem, like, it's hard to stop. Well, I've seen Christian Miller live. You know, again, I, I, I remember where he sat there and took my son and flipped him upside down like he was just a rag doll. So, you know, his strength and his the combination of his speed and his just wanting to go kill you. Um, again, you just got a bunch of mean guys that put a lot of pressure on you and they intend to do harm. And, and just like you said, Rude, they're, they're shedding blocks and they're going to go get the quarterback. That's, the, that's the, uh, something that you just don't want to see. I, and I'm looking at, remember when you guys saw what we did to Auburn's quarterback, um, Man, oh, man, he was running for his life from the time that he said hut from the time that he got back to his dorm. He was still running. It was bad. Um, and, and, and so and, and of course, look what we did to all of these athletic quarterbacks that like to run around and do all that. I mean, it's, you know, Max Duggan, I, I felt bad for him. It just. <laughs> and running again, for his reloading. life. What do you say? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He was scared and, and we're reloading. And, and, and again, it, it just, and, and that's a perfect way to put it. You, you know, you're talking about murderers row, <laughs> you know, on that defensive line, that's going to be tough. I think I mean, the big thing you're seeing is the speed. Sorry, Robert. It's just uh, to your point, defensive tackles running down a QB, you know, with decent level. One thing if you're getting, um, uh, run down by the by the middle linebacker, Nicobe yeah. Dean. You know, uh, four three speed outside linebacker. 
but a defensive lineman chasing 300 pounds gonna smash you like a pancake yeah scary <laughs> got him there's a re- there's a reason why georgia's reserves were beating the fuck out of tcu's starting guys yeah like that that's all i'm gonna say like but it, when we take – now, when you look from an edge standpoint, this is where it gets interesting because you got Michael Williams, and I think Michael's going to make a drastic improvement, and that's saying a lot because of what he did as a freshman. You sit there and you add guys like Damon Wilson. Damon Wilson from day one is going to be a – he's just going to be a freak. He's too fast for tackles. He will get around them. If you put him in third and long situations – I fear for the quarterback that's against him. He's he's that he's that good coming in. You you have Samuel and Pimba. Listen, Samuel and Pimba is going to get bigger, and I think sophomore year is when you'll really see him make that jump. But you got Gabe Harris, and a lot of people look at Pimba and Damon Wilson and forget about Gabe Harris. That's a mistake, folks. That's a mistake. What about uh? Marvin Harrison Jr. Well, you got Marvin Jones uh, Jr. too. Yeah, I, I literally yeah, just Marvin talked about the freshmen coming in. Marvin Jones Jr. and oh, yeah. Michael Williams could be wreaking havoc off the edge. And then you got to deal with the interior folk. Yep. yep. And then you got to deal with the linebacker. So, I, I think. I think. Uh, I think the recruiting focused on what are we going to do after? We see. Well, we're good there, but it takes a little bit of time, right? For for processes to. So that's coming up. Uh, now it's out. Now it's the edge, right? We always talked about where, where's the havoc, where's the chaos. Well, it's coming, right? Coaches did their thing. Oh, and that was be my next question. I, I think the even bigger question is going to be the inside. Who's going to step up and be the next general? Because Nicobe Dean was that guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think you look at Pop Johnson right now, but. Right. The question will be, and I'm I'm getting way ahead of this, but let's think about this. After after Pop Johnson, after Pop Johnson and Smile leave, right? I think I still think that I still think we're in good hands. Give me CJ. Give me CJ uh, Allen, or I me mean CJ Washington. Excuse me. Yeah. I think that kid can come in and be the next guy. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. But listen, that that's also you. Don't forget about like EJ Lightsey, all these other guys. Like Jazz. I mean, you've got we've got so many linebackers that are contributors and again they're all rotating they're all rotating and and i I think here's the problem jalen walker that 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 people really truly don't understand right so you've got all of these great players but you give them georgia strength and conditioning (laughs) listen i'll tell you this i'll I'll tell you this jamal I, i know we're talking about linebackers but i'm a revert jamal jarrett in high school, folks, literally, I watched him take on four offensive linemen and did not get reset. And he's young in the weight room. Yeah. Just wait until he gets into Sinclair's program. Yeah, that's that's fucking scary. Yeah. <laughs> that's it's scary because he, he's gonna he's gonna play in the three forties, probably high three thirties or right around three forty range. And he's gonna be faster and he's gonna be stronger. And that's where I'm just sitting here like. Good fucking luck. Yeah. Hey, I I'm, I agree with uh, I agree with uh, JLWG. Uh, she says, "Rude, you are natural on this podcast. I'm going to send you a check. He can have my check for this week." 
Man, I'll tell you what. Have my look at Juan giving a birthday check. Well, well, and, and here's the other great thing is Kobe is out there right now making him making Rude's money too. You know what I'm saying? And hitting the Kobe. <laughs> Kobe. Where is my – I mean, I can't tell you how much of a gift this is just to be sitting here and hanging out with awesome. But if there's one thing I wanted to see was them swolders. No, them swol- That's what I'm and saying. Them swolders. Swol- oh, hey, listen. He owes us two shows in a row to expose the swolders. <laughs> Gonna hold you to that, Kobe. When you get back, you got work to do. Something. Yes, sir. Yes, uh, sir. Yourself, uh, After he's right cashing in all that money at Vegas, writing it down. Clip yes. this. Clip this. Send it. But to y'all's point, I think someone just said it is the speed, Juan. Now, the strength and conditioning, okay? I was telling somebody, this combine is a tool for uh, for UGA. Because now you can say, hey, come to UGA, right? We'll get you a natty, right? And we'll make you better than anybody. My question is, Juan, how? How do you make 203? Do you know? Like I've I've never seen results like this. It, it's it's unheard of. I mean, and again, as as good as Georgia was, and they had fifteen guys go in the draft, fifteen guys, which was unheard of. Then you come back and win another national championship, and now you're going to win a third national championship. If you were if you were a recruit. And even if you have, and I don't care, you could be a five-star or whatever. I, I would say I would almost take a preferred walk-on because these guys are getting so much better. And then when they leave Georgia, and this is one of the things that we talked about as far as the draft and these guys getting picked up, these guys are Georgia built. So they know when they're going to the NFL, they are Georgia built. And then now we've got two rookies playing in the freaking uh in the super bowl last year yep. which was fantastic y'all ready for something I, i'm gonna throw out a name a linebacker that we haven't even talked about yet and if you're not a georgia fan prepare yourself for this name right here raylan wilson oh yeah 23 miles an hour and he ain't even touched the program yet that that's stupid and he's 225 and he's 225 look I know all about concussions as a fire. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, hitting me at that speed? No, nah, bro, I'm good. That's why I say. <laughs> oh, man, that was great. I, I, I'm just saying, and that's, I mean, you got Raylan Wilson, right? We talked about that. But then you got Troy Bowles. And Troy Bowles, I think, would literally hurt. Like, if you ain't careful, he's going to murder a man. That's the name. So Troy Bowles is gonna murder I, somebody if you ain't careful. <laughs> when I think of the next general leader who's gonna be that guy on the defense, because like we just talked about, it's it's a continent one. But I think that is going to be the next middle linebacker who comes in, right? He comes from a great pedigree. He's got a dad who knows defense, probably in the game right now. Um so so if I have any expectations, he's going to be my guy because I think he's going to come in. He's going to be smart. He's quick. Talked about, and if he doesn't, you know, 
Oh, um, Kirby's gonna be calling. So we gotta work some things out. You know, you, you try to take, you try to take my OC. Yeah, I got is looking really tough right now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, we. I'm just saying, like when when you look at the front seven, like you're you're so deep. Like it, it's just it doesn't make sense, but it does. Yeah. That's the fun part. We ain't even hell. We ain't even hit the secondary. Let's let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Cornerbacks. You replace Keely Ringo, right? That's the key. But you got you got Kamari Lassiter. Kamari Lassiter so uh, solidified his spot. That second cornerback spot, though, that's gonna be a fucking war. That's gonna be a war because you, you've got guys like Dalen Everett. <clears throat> excuse me, Dalen Everett and Island Green, right? Uh, <clears throat> Goodness gracious, Rude's got me choking up. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then you got—I mean, you just got a plethora of guys there fighting for the second one. Uh, Justin Rhett, Justin Rhett's a guy that coming coming in as a freshman. Sounds like we got ourselves a guy too. So you said you're choking, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do that again? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bark. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. No, hey, you better. Hey, I'm telling you, you better tell Kobe, man. I mean, there's, there, he's got stuff that's gonna take over the Swolders, the Swolders thing. It's gonna be what, 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 what should we call it? The rude swirl, or uh... <laughs> oh boy. I, I even for Kobe today, man. I was like, I'm gonna see Kobe. I gotta look good. Yeah, right, right. Kobe. And he ain't gonna be here. <laughs> How do you feel about that secondary? Uh, but, How do you feel about that second corner spot, though? You, you hit it. And the name I was going to say was Dylan Everett. Yep, I, I was going to say the same. Yep. I, know we're talk- I know we're not talking about safeties, but I could not tell you how many times I was here Malachi Starks and Dylan Everett. I think we've gotten the safety, um, but that other that corner spot, uh, right, yeah, we did lose Keely Ringo, but Dylan um, and Nylon, you know, Nylon came in, he was that five-star, right, um, or was recovering, um, but still, I think he's got a lot of pop what Zemir White did after two, and tearing two ACLs, and we all know that Kirby's emphasis is recovery, Yep. right, we held on to Dominic Baylock for that was stand up as a coach. No, he's our guy. We're going to hold him. We're going to heat him because we took him and we made our decision. And we're going to go with it. So, um, if I had to pick someone, he did. Dylan, uh, what about you? Yeah. <clears throat> I'd say Dylan too. I, listen, and that's, I'm not knocking guys like Nyla Green and, right, I'm just not. But he's a fucking dog, man. <laughs> he's a dog. I, I, you know, I, I do think you're going to see guys come in and, and you honestly rotate and get these guys in. Our schedule helps with that, right? Our schedule will help for that. But I do think – I think Dalen has the hands up for the second spot. Yeah. Wanna, I'll let you speak on it, but what do you think? Oh, I, I, I agree. And, um, you know, we, we just have that guy – you know that, that that's a dog and just like rude said you you've got everett and then you've got malachi starks that combo is just it's just disturbing you know i mean it's, it's just it's, i mean but the thing is though too he's fucking physical man yeah 
Yeah. He wants it. He, he wants it. I mean, if you look at it, right, our schedule, what, nobody's really worried about anybody. I mean, you could look at South Carolina, but I, I think the real factor that, and, and don't want to over, don't want to sleep on anybody, but I think you're looking at Tennessee and, you know, you're hearing Tennessee fans talking about, oh, we got squirrel white that's going to burn past everybody. And I'm like, you said that about Hyatt. Kamari Lasseter kept your ass down. Now, Lasseter, another name. I, I'm just, I'm also saying this too. You, you know, obviously you do go to uh, Neyland this year, which could be interesting come, come time because they, they, don't situation. Have, they don't have a quarterback for it. I mean, the, the quarterback that they have is, is, is a decent – I mean, he, he you know, he played pretty decent. They just don't – he's he's not going to be able to hold up under that pressure. And and that's just it. Root, when Roots talked about it, you got guys that are knocking linemen out and they're going to go get the – they're going to go get the, the quarterback. I mean, he's not going to be able to hold up under that pressure. He's just not. Yeah, I mean, I hold on. I got, I got, I got to pose this I, question real fast, guys. This is, a, this is a concerning to me. Random topic. We'll keep that thought, Roots. JWG, the treasurer, is telling this is why Roots gets a three dollar check and Long gets ninety eight cents hair. That's discrimination. <laughs> That's discrimination. Just gonna leave that there. We I'm don't take that up with HR. I am. Um, I'm gonna have to be honest. Okay, you know, there's pros and cons to everything in life <laughs> right but he might not have here three years to get what little i got right now, okay <laughs> so he might not have it up here all right all right see my question is this roots gets three dollars one gets 96 when the fuck do we get ice cream yeah that's, that's, true. that's what how i thought right now when did people start getting paid that's what i thought well, I, I, I have seen not one check, but I know that uh, JOWG gets her hair done every week, nails done, and all this other Buzzer co- stuff. Buzzer coffee, everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, she's got a whole bunch of Apotheos coffee, but I have yet to see a but, single dime. Now, at the same time, I will vouch for I that. Know I'll, let her, I'll let her slide on the Apotheos. I'll have done super chatted at least twice, right? I understand how that, Joe, we're going to talk to the accounting department. we got some problems, so. Yeah, yeah, we just we just want to have a meeting. That's all. We just want to have a real quick meeting. You know, we just want to see the books. While you bring that up, now hiring accounting position. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we sure. Um, let's not pay well. No, nah, let's yeah, talk no, about let's, let's, Yeah. We want you to be a dog. All right, we all dogs. Yeah, dog first, and then we'll we'll discuss everything else after. Let's talk about safety. Let's wrap this thing over on a high note because this could be the most important position battle overall. Now, the the brigade voted and said that quarterback was the most important was the key position battle, but defensively, this is the battle. You have Malachi Starks and you lose Chris Smith, and we all know what Chris Smith brought to the table: leadership, leading the defense, right? Very instinctive, very you know, played fast because of his instincts. I'm I'm excited for this because now you have a plethora of guys that are vowing for the second safety spot as, alongside of Malachi. Don't forget about Dan Jackson. Dan Jackson is the experienced guy. He got hurt and then right that kind of opened up Malachi to Dan. take over. But when you have guys like Smoke Bowie incoming from AM, I mean you've got God, I mean you got Tyke Smith, you've got Jonel Aguero. 
what what do you, what are y'all's thoughts on this safety position battle? Because I I'm it's curious. If- turn, man, it, it really is. Like Tyke's got to step up, and he's one of those guys that we got from the transfer portal. You know, it it it, it it's going to be your your opportunity. Um, now, if you want a guy that's uh, you, you know the, the one that makes me a little nervous is going to be Smoke Bowie. Um, you know, you go to to Texas A&M and you get in trouble for just silly things, man. And, and, and yeah, you're going to be a freshman, but guess what? So was Malachi Starks. Malachi Starks was a freshman and he went out there and he played and did exactly what he was supposed to do, you know, rules and regulations. I mean, obviously I know Kirby's going to get him straightened, you know, straightened up, but can you count on him? Um, and, and for me though, like I said, I, I would just choose Tyke Smith. It, it's his turn. Like, you know, let, let's go. So you're, so you're thinking that he'll start the second safety spot. Yes. Ruse, what do you, what do you think, my man? Um, well, first off, what I was going to say before about the safety is one of the first players I remember that UGA, and I said, that, I'm a fan after this, was watching Thomas Davis, Tennessee running back, so hard that he bounced off the turf. I'm a UGA Bulldog for the rest of my life. Oh. And you know, then there was Greg Blue, but we haven't had that. Assassin. Yes. They feel that we finally have that in Malachi Starks. Um, so can't can't say it because, um, like, like you said, uh, and with Smoke Bouye, that's the thing that concerns me. He handled things so far at Texas A&M through recruiting, and then now you want to come. Hey, how you carry yourself out every day in your action says a lot about yourself as a. Um, but. Again, I hate I hate this because I want to add something new. Reading my mind, it's Dan Jackson. Yeah, Dan Jackson yeah. sacrifices himself. Guy, he's not playing for the name on his back of his jersey. He's playing for the front. Yes, but Kirby can guarantee two things. One, he's gonna put his all. He's gonna sacrifice himself. Yeah, we and saw I think that. He might. End- and the winner be Malachi and Dan. I, you know what? We haven't even thrown this name out there. What about David Daniel? My, you talk about an assassin. When that dude comes to tackle, he comes in with vicious intent. Malachi, right, so. And the thing about it is Malachi is a very good coverage safety. Malachi or Malachi yes. is your coverage safety. David Daniel will come in, kind of remind me of what Chris Smith done. Run support, top notch. Now, we need to see some things. Obviously, it's, it's just like replacing Jalen Carter. There's some skill sets that, you know, Chris Smith had and instincts and stuff like that, that these intangibles that you don't necessarily duplicate. Well, I mean, if you if you look at it, Chris Smith was the one that technically won the won that semi game against uh, against Ohio State by putting out your boy Marvin. All the Ohio State fans are coming. You he cleaned him. I mean, he absolutely punished him. So that is what, and that was one Legally. of those things that you talk about rules like that Greg Blue or, you know, or, or that, you know, that um, Thomas Davis absolute. I mean, he absolutely assassinated him. And it was beautiful. It was fantastic. And it also helped that it was against Auburn, not, too. I was not targeting. Oh, not even. Anybody. Oh, it wasn't even close. 
It was not. And I think we talked about it in, in, in the chat during that during that game. That was not tough. That was a good old fashioned bang, bang, absolutely just crushing play. And again, I, you know, if you look at things that that probably won that game, it was that play because Marvin Harrison was punishing us. He really was. I mean, he had already scored two touchdowns. Well, that was in the first quarter, though. The second and third quarter, up until he got hurt, he was kind of quiet. It was really Ibuka running the uh, deep over routes. Yeah, but I do feel like even even if – It did um, make an impact. I'm not saying it didn't make an impact. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Because you had to account for him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I will say this, though. We haven't even brought up the the star position, and this is where I think this gets interesting because Javon Bullard has locked that up. But it wouldn't surprise me to see a guy like Smoke Bowie, maybe Tyke Smith, depending on how you look at it. You could also see these guys play the star. And, and, and Jonel Guerrero might roll into that. So you have a potential to have a guy like Malachi Starks with Tyke Smith, with Javon Ballard. You have right Jonel Guerrero at safety. You could have Jonel Guerrero at star. All these fluid, right, fluid movements and rotation, if right. it's effective – that is scary because if you need a specific coverage, you have your set guys. I don't see Malachi really leaving the field unless it's for a win break. Yeah. Just because, I mean, he he's he's the guy. I, I think that's proven. Well, well, we brought up then one, in my opinion, I think Javon Boyard is that guy at star. Again, I'm because he's locked that, that down. He's shown it. But – if we look at rotating into star and safety has been that fluid movement from a lot of guys. And so um, I think Joe, uh, Joe, oh, I'm going to butcher his name. Aguero. Is that Joe Naguero? Joe Naguero and David Daniel. You know, that might be a point where Daniels come in as star and because we're so stacked at safety and by him being in the fast and, well, he can cover and then be your extra hard-hitting linebacker. Yep. I mean, I'm not mad at that. <laughs> long, long gone are the days when you had Adam Anderson playing as a star position out wide. If you if you remember that, guys, long gone are the days. Yeah. Oh yeah. But you know what though? I mean, like you said, the fluidity right between safeties and and star position. I, like like I said, there's no question the starter for star is going to be Javon Ballard. But if he needs a break. You could go a multitude of ways, especially if things progress with Jonell or Smoke Bowie comes in and starts really grasping the defense, things like that, right? Because all these, like, you don't just transfer in to not play. He's kind of make, doesn't make sense, does it? So you expect that you find a way for him to get in. But is that going to be at safety? Is it going to be at star? Is it going to be a rotate? I mean, hell, you could see that safety position rotate guys in depending on the game plan. Yeah. You know, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me because we did that so well last last year. The defense was literally blended, right? It changed every week offensively as well. But the game plans changed and the defensive schemes changed. When you look at Tennessee last season, right, with Kamari and Ringo, first time in God knows I don't know how long, where the guys never flipped the field. So, I Good mean. thing that I completely forgot, Robert. We're trying to name one or two guys. We just for completely forgot that Kirby rotates packages depending on the down and mm-hmm. uh, distance. Down distance. So we're, trying, we're trying to name one or two. Um, well, there's a good chance that there's. And did you hear that Bretton Cox transferred to U, U Florida? Do I know? 
Did you hear that Bretton Cox transferred to University of Florida? Oh, got, dis- got dismissed as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hashtag Discord. Yeah. Um, no, in all in all seriousness, so listen, I think this is a good situation. Rubes brought up an excellent point. We're gonna wrap it up with this too. Having having the quality of guys to be able to rotate that much, right? If you do, right? Because think about it, when we play an old miss or when you play a Tennessee, that's gonna pass the fucking ball. But with old miss, I think it's gonna be interesting because they have Quishot Jenkins and that kid can run the ball. So how you handle the game plan week to week. Right. You could sit there and say, all right, well, we're going to be more of a, you know, more of a pass defense type situation where you're able to because of the four down linemen that you have. You could sit there and rush with four. Right. Let, Nolan Smith said it best. Doing more with less. This is going to be the perfect example where you have four guys generating pressure. I think you need these guys to generate the pressure because if you send five, that means you still got six which is technically right. still where you need to be. But if you get home with five or can generate pressure to get home with four, night, night. Never have to put the extra person in the box because he's already there, brought down in a safety. Or if you're playing one high because you never have to adjust, there's, there's a lot of good stuff. You saw how much it matters when you take Ohio State game. Ohio State game putting seven in the box, eight in the box sometimes to stop the run. Georgia doing it with five. Yep. Helped out with passing, yep, even though exactly. they, even, they, they, you know what, they cooked us for some yards, but that's what happens when you got NFL guys everywhere. Right. That's but ultimately, hey, I mean, hey, ultimately, though, right, we're back to back national champions. So that is with that. So, Roots, let's, let's do this. Let's wrap this thing up. Happy birthday again, buddy. Happy birthday, man. What a treat. And, and to Pat. And to Pat. We didn't and do the Pat. But happy birthday, Ruiz. Thanks for jumping on this, man. This was this was fantastic, bro. Got to give awesome. a shout-out to Project Pat. Bowtime. Apparently, it was Bowtime. During the show, folks, Bowtime. Yeah. Uh, it's it's rude news, but it's a Pat fact. It's Pat's birthday. And so, I want to make sure that I, I got a chance to come on. But, you know, it's the other yin to my yang, Pat. You know, I'm trying to make the goat giggle. Um, <laughs> but, guys, thank you. I was off today and just was going to, you know, hang out. And y'all gave me an opportunity to have so much people that I love. So thank you for just being awesome always. And uh, today was. Yes, sir, man. This, this was this was an awesome opportunity to show you some love, man. But I, I even love the fact that you had your homeboys come up there and give you a shout out too, man. That's, that's special, dude. Like I said, you are, you are beloved, man. You are one of our favorite brigaders. We appreciate you, man. Hey, bring Stetson back. Is that true? Is that true? Here you go. getting drafted. Ruth's birthday, man. Last question. Bring our paycheck back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, Joel, bring our paycheck back. We want our money back. We want our money back. Ruth's final question. Hey, Robert, you had a. Yep, absolutely. Is Stetson Bennett getting drafted? He's going to go later. But he'll get drafted. Because they're going to hate on him. I think he's going to get drafted. I think one coach is going to sit out there and say, hell, I mean, if he can do that. And and just like, okay, so Juan referenced that 15 guys got drafted on the phone with NFL coaches calling up to say, hey, you need to take my left tackle here in the fourth round, right? I think he's going to get drafted, and I think – 
he's going to show all the haters just like he has in college and delivers. And that's, that. that's Rude's news. The Rude's got the Rude's gospel. News. That's right. That's right. The gospel. Hey, where, where, where can everybody find you, Rude's? Um, too much on Twitter um, at RJ Rosado, I think it is. Um, but here at the Brigade, hanging out every Monday and Wednesday uh, with some of the funny guys in the UGA space. My man. My man. There you go, right there. Follow him on Twitter, folks. RJ Rosado. There. I appreciate you, uh, Robbie. <clears throat> yeah, that's how we do. Um, again, happy birthday to Pat. Happy birthday to Rude's News. Um, with that being said, you heard it here. Uh, listen, Monday we're doing the official spring practice. We're going. We're going to detail spring practice. Going to get a personal account of what spring practice is like from <clears throat> the goat here and Swolders. Um, Got to hear this. Got to hear this. Uh, with that being said, have a great day, great weekend. As JOWG said it best, without the haha, go dogs. We will see y'all Monday. Go dogs. Let's do it. My man, Rude.